Hi guys, my name is Adora Mbelu and welcome back to my YouTube channel. Today I'm going to be talking about tough clients. How do you handle tough clients? But tough clients is such a vague term and so I will attempt to sort of identify who these tough clients are, okay? So tough client number one, that person that is always calling you and like you don't want to answer the call, okay? So whenever you see that call or you see that text message, you just panic. It just sends you into like this anxiety space where you're just like, oh my God, I don't want to answer. Um, the client's call right a lot of times it is because you feel like they are an energy drainer okay um, and so that's top client number one top client number two is that client that is always criticizing all of your work right and refusing to acknowledge the value that you bring to them so they'll tell you stuff like oh you know i already know like other people that can do this work um we don't absolutely need to work with you we just picked you because we consider giving you an opportunity they just find ways not to acknowledge the actual value that you bring and they're just constantly like criticizing anything that you submit just because leads me to client number three they don't want to pay okay so so because they either don't want to play, pay or like they're just slow to pay and so they keep on prolonging the situation and giving you all these excuses for that reason and then there's also the top client that doesn't know what they want okay so they criticize but they never really give you clarity on the next step so you're asking questions like okay so what would you like for me to change what would it what would you like for me to work on they don't even know what they want but they pass on that burden to you okay so these are the different types of top clients i'm sure there's more you've probably experienced um different types yourself so today i'm going to talk about how do you deal with these kind of clients because not everyone has the luxury of deciding not to work with a particular client okay so not everyone has the luxury of saying oh yeah i built a business that is doing amazing work and as a result i can decide to pick and choose um, who I'm working with. So I'm gonna try and run you through how you can manage these sorts of clients um, and how you can navigate the situation, the relationship with them. So tip number one is for you to acknowledge that personalities differ, okay? We all have different personalities. You cannot expect um, every single client to be the exact same way, right? Because a lot of times our personalities as individuals is what drives us, okay? So you have to acknowledge that um, and that will help you figure out how to navigate communicating and interacting with them, okay? So acknowledge that they probably have a different personality to yours. So don't put them into a box and assume that they need to behave the way you would behave or they need to behave the way your last client behaved. Once you acknowledge that, then it becomes easier to navigate. All right, so my second tip for you is to be very clear with your communication. So a lot of times when a client approaches you to do business, um, a lot of people don't document that entire process and clarify objective, clarify expectations, understand what exactly it is that they want. A lot of clients will just say, oh, you know, just go with whatever it is that you have in mind. We're cool with that. No, 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 no. I need to know what it is that you're expecting from me. So try to itemize that um, in an email preferably so you can have a conversation over the phone, but make sure that you always follow it up with an email that says, you know, dear clients, thank you so much for uh, considering working with us this is the scope of work that we understand based on what it is that you have um, explained as your brief um, this is our scope of work these are the expectations that I got from your brief um, that you expect of us these are the expectations that we have of you so that's where you include things like your pricing your timelines um, your preferred method of communication whatever it is 
so that this way right it's clear nobody's doing guesswork nobody's wondering like oh so how do you operate another tip for you is that you don't always have to agree with your clients i know that we often say that the customer is right but i feel that and i found this just on my own journey as well i'm only speaking from my experience i feel that sometimes you need to check your clients but you just check them in a polite way okay so you can listen and acknowledge whatever it is that they are sharing but you don't have to agree with it especially if, if it is something that you know is not the truth or that you know it is not in alignment with whatever it is that you guys have agreed right you don't have to just say yeah 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 yes 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 we have typically become yes men to our clients and that in itself is reinforcing bad behavior and enabling right a toxic client um, relationship okay so you have to be you have to get to the point where you can be honest with your client and one of the things that I typically do is I enter into negotiations with the mindset that I'm not afraid to walk away from the job but remember what I said at the beginning is like not everyone has the opportunity to do that I can I can do that and it's something that I feel like you know I've learned over the years and I'm at a point in my life now where if I if I feel like you know this is a job that might be lucrative but is going to mess with my peace of mind <laughs> okay or it's going to drain my energy um, if the opportunity cost is too high then I can walk away okay so it's important for you to get to that point where you can actually have conversations politely with your clients um, and not always yes 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 agree 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 no if you're not happy set your boundaries as well so if you're not happy with them calling you after a certain time let them know upfront as well that you know what I don't take calls after 9 p.m. or I don't take calls on weekends whatever it is if you set that from the very beginning it just makes it easier for them to navigate it if you start to make those rules in the middle of the project that's when it becomes a challenge because they're already used to talking to you at midnight and then tomorrow you say you're not answering your phone at midnight nope so those boundaries as well you need to set from the very beginning so that everyone is clear on how this uh, engagement is working and everyone can, can sort of start to work with that pace and those boundaries that you've created as well and that kind of leads me to the next tip which is pretty much don't say sorry unless you're really sorry Remember what I said about enabling, okay? So a lot of times it's very easy to just say to a client, you know, I'm so sorry I made a mistake or I'm so sorry um, that you couldn't reach me even after you've told them that they will not be able to reach you at that period in time, okay? So don't say sorry unless you are really honestly sorry. Otherwise, what you're doing is that you are giving the client a form of advantage over you, okay? So the client now has an advantage to say, oh, you're coming from a disadvantaged position and so you've given them an opportunity to basically put you in a box and walk all over you okay so don't say sorry unless you are truly sorry another tip that will help you is to block out the fluff and just focus on what the client is really saying like what is the actual expected outcome what is the result of this conversation that i've had a lot of times i'll have a conversation with a client and the client will go on and on and have all these conversations where um, sometimes they're just projecting maybe a previous bad experience that they've had um, maybe some conversations that they've had in private that you're not privy to a lot can come up in conversations so something that should take about 10 minutes you know to debrief and to get information out um, can, can typically take like an hour plus okay a lot of times what I will do is I will block out the fluff right so try not to focus so much on the stories that are being told 
but to focus on like what is, what is the outcome that I want to take from this meeting from this conversation that I'm having right what are they asking me to change what clarity can I get um, that will allow me to now move forward and progress on the project so a lot of times block out the fluff focus on the result, focus on what the outcome of that conversation is um, that can help you to better manage the project moving forward. My next tip for you is to always under promise and over deliver. And this is something that I have had to learn on my journey the hard way. Okay. So don't promise too much. A lot of times when you get it, when you get client work, you feel like you want to just, you know, make them so happy so in your mind you're just like you know what? i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna go above and beyond and you're promising all these things verbally to the client and what happens is that the client registers it so even when you um, end up not doing a part of it and in your mind it's a, it was a favor it wasn't like part of the expectation but it was like like some extra you were gonna do the client doesn't think about it that way clients have amnesia okay a lot of clients okay not all clients but a lot of clients have amnesia okay so they don't think about it as a favor once you have mentioned it once you have voiced it it becomes a promise and so they expect that promise to be delivered so a lot of times um you know yes you can go above and beyond you can go outside of your comfort zone to deliver the top best for your client um and and whatever it is but do not necessarily like tell them that that is your intention okay so go with what their basic expectation is um, as far as your communication with them uh, but then in your delivery go above and beyond okay that always gets the client excited because then they had an expectation um, and you blew their minds right versus painting this picture of their minds already being blown um, and then you know them feeling like you didn't hit that expectation and that's why a lot of people sometimes will say oh i don't like working with this particular person because they just promise 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 they're talkers they're talkers and sometimes it's not that they're talkers it's not that that they didn't intend to deliver on that promise um something may have happened that didn't allow them to to deliver as they envisioned it right but maybe they just delivered enough like they deliver what it was that the client asked when the client is having a conversation with someone else they're not going to say that they're not going to say, oh, you know what? Yeah, they delivered exactly what it was that I wanted. They're going to focus on what it is that you promised that you were going to deliver. And you're not there to necessarily like defend yourself in that conversation. So it is safer to under promise and over deliver. Another tip for you is to maintain control throughout a project, right? So throughout the process of a project, maintain control. And what do I mean by that? A lot of times we wait for clients to reach out to us and then that's where the panic and the anxiety sets in. Um, what I will typically do is I will try to be the one who connects with them. If I'm working with a client and I'm project managing that situation, then I will try to be the one to send the, the emails out, be the one to call them first, you know, be the one to send them a document, try as much as possible to lead so that this way um you're again you're not creating anxiety on the client's part where they feel like you're not responsive um and then that in, in turn you know gets them to put pressure back on you so a lot of time try as much as possible to lead the process my next tip for you is to fire the client okay so when it is not working fire them for your own mental health you don't always have to keep every single client okay so there are times where like i said at the beginning that the opportunity cost for keeping a client is so high right it's stressing you out you are panicking 
panicked, you are tired, you're exhausted talking to them, um, they drain your energy, they're always criticizing you, it feels like being in primary school again and being bullied, whatever the case, right? Fire that client. It is just not worth your time, it is not worth your energy, it's not worth your effort. So you have to get to a point where you can say that, you know what, my mental health is more important in this situation and so I don't want to work with this client anymore. Don't be afraid to do just that. And my final tip for you is just next time, trust your gut feeling. Okay, so a lot of times when you are entering into a transactional relationship or a business relationship with a client, you will have that inner gut feeling that tells you that this situation is not right for you. You can't even lie. <laughs> you know, you can't lie about it. You can lie verbally, but you know deep down inside, in your spirit, that you know what, like, this thing is not for me, right? I don't think I can work with this individual. Um, but then you still go ahead anyway, okay? Because maybe you need the money, you know, or maybe you just hope and give the benefit of doubt that, you know what, this situation is going to be different. Um, and it ends up not being different. So a lot of times I would say, you know, as much as there is a science to kind of like, you know, human behavior and navigating human behavior and dealing with clients, at the same time, just trust your guts. Trust your gut. Like if your gut just tells you that you shouldn't enter that situation, don't enter the situation. It's so much easier, right, to not have to enter the situation and then deal with all the drama that comes out of that if at the beginning you just believe and trust your gut. Okay, so those are my tips for you. I hope that this helps you with just navigating tough clients. It is tough on these streets out there. I understand it is tougher for creative people. Like they practice introversion and they just feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so drained having to communicate with clients. I don't want to deal with all this drama and all this mess. I know it's tough, but the truth is you have to do it at some point. If you're going to be running a business, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to deal with clients. It's just natural. It's going to happen. So um, instead of being so stressed about the thoughts of dealing with them, you can apply these tips and it will help you to figure out how to better deal with them. All right, guys. So I hope these tips helped you catch you on the next episode of my YouTube show.